Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play using the Dungeons & Dragons role-playing game from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective copyrights, trademarks, and related material. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for their hard work creating such wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. It has been a long and grueling climb. Hells, I am for Lokag, who is Keen Eye of Storm Thun Ukalathi. I am Unthal, Lone Hunter. Also a Goliath? Yeah. Okay. But speaking eloquently? Yeah, speaking pretty good common. All right. Pretty good common. As soon as you sit down, Keen Eye stands up and, and begins speaking. She is telling the tribe that you have come from the deep water city to hear news of the giant attacks and to do something about it. Everyone seems to like quiet down almost simultaneously. And as he passes people along the bench, those Goliath fall and step behind until at the very edge of the village, you see everybody stop and you see Steady Hand turn and he looks out at everybody at the village only for a moment, then turns his back to everybody and begins walking out into the glacier. Kenai looks at the three of you and says, In a drum, I have seen Jotun wandering all Verdun without guide or direction. The Isa Jotun come for ten towns, and this Anfal is only the first. They're all fighting and quabbling because a power vacuum has been created because their king is missing. You see Valum. I say, oh yeah, Valen's alive. Oh my god, Valen! Mm. Wow! All I can think is that I want want to get moving on. I hate this village. As you guys are walking back towards the main part of the village, uh, you see Kalik and Elbard coming towards you. Kalik, Elbard, you see Jador uh, coming towards you with Aspen on his shoulder, and you see in Aspen's hand are this huge pile of carrots. Mm. Um, And you see Jador is holding lots of cabbages. Heroes not included. You guys make your way back to the lodge, <laughs> and you see that they have made a, a stew out of the leftover meat that is uh, currently now sitting above the fire. And you see there's a huge cast iron pot, and in it is uh, a stew that looks like it's just coming to boil. Jador, with the help of Aspen, uh, adding vegetables to it. Oh. Whole heads of cabbage are going in. Man, I thought this was <laughs> going to be carrots. just for me. Well, this was my traveling food. I would like to stow a couple carrots sure. in, my, in my vest. Sure. Stow away. Uh, yeah, the stew is uh, cooking. You see more and more villagers begin to arrive into the lodge. But no one looks like they're in any kind of hurry to leave. Jadora sat oh. down and seems to be having a conversation with Lone Hunter. I have my arms folded in the corner because I'm getting increasingly impatient. <laughs> you see Valum come tripping over the door jam. Mm-hmm. and spilling potatoes and carrots all over the floor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he eventually gets them all kind of picked back up again, and he kind of looks at you like, uh, this is as much as I can carry, my master. I look at him mm-hmm. for eight solid seconds. Okay. 
he see he kind of shuffles a little with some. You can see he's he's rather uncomfortable with the stare. He likes it when you're spooning because then you're not looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> and I point at the pot. And I think, well, go on. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yes, yes, my lord. And uh, he makes his way to the pot and throws the vegetables in there. He's examining the pot. He's he's fascinated by the, si- mm-hmm. the sheer size of it. While I'm watching him examine the pot. Uh-huh. <laughs> I create an illusion of a human head okay. <laughs> that floats to the top. Using, and then I just watch what he does. Using your minor illusion? Mm, uh-huh. Okay, yeah, and he's kind of looking. He's like, oh, wow. You know, he's, he's kind of looking around. You see, he kind of peeks inside the pot. And, and at that point, you have the illusion of that head kind of bubble up to the surface. And he gives this loud shriek. Uh, <laughs> and literally jumps backwards. Uh, lands on top of the foot. Of one of these Goliaths. <laughs> Goliath kind of looks down at who's him. Our, who's the guy who's been acting as our guide? Uh, Long. Lone, Lone Hunter. Hunter. Jador and, and Lone Hunter's been acting as kind of a, a translator yeah, slash and Lone Hunter. concierge. I look at Lone Hunter and I bow and I say, weakest of our tribe. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Lone Hunter says, he is indeed. <laughs> you see, he looks down at Valum and he says, we would send you into the cold naked. <laughs> I say, Valum, that is a huge honor. <laughs> and Valum just kind of looks at him, <laughs> and he's like, my lord. And he starts right over to <laughs> We have to get out of here, my lord. They're cannibals. Yes. They're going to eat us. You know, be polite, Valum. <laughs> We're in another culture. We should respect their traditions. My lord, I, I saw a head floating in, in that pot. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have heads in the pot. I say... You know, I understand that for some that are not worldly, <laughs> these sorts of culture shock can be uncomfortable. But I suggest that you relax. Just, you know, give it a shot. You might, you, know, you never know what, what you'll find desirable. <laughs> now go sit down. <laughs> uh, yes, my lord. And he kind of sits down over on a bench. And you see, once he sits down on a bench, he kind of puts his feet up on the bench and pulls his knees tight. <laughs> and as he's kind of looking around at everybody, whenever a Goliath kind of looks in his general direction, you see he kind of puts his hands around his neck a little bit, like, yeah, yeah, I'm not letting you take my hand. And I think to myself, Sir Valum. <laughs> Sir Valum. Oh, man. Uh, finally, the stew's ready, and most of the village has come in, and uh, they begin passing around the stew. You each get a very large and healthy portion of stew, which what? has meat and veggies in it. Question. That whole thing that just happened? Yeah. Would I have had a seat to see that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the stew is actually quite tasty, but it's, again, a little bitter. Uh, you think that uh, some of the liquor that you were drinking last night has probably been added to the broth. I take a huge bite, look at Valum, and I go, Mmm! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My lord. <laughs> My lord. <laughs> Tentatively, Valum uh, kind of stabs at a potato. <laughs> At least he thinks it's a potato. Yeah. He tells himself it's a potato for sure. It must be a potato. Valum, you're so thin. You must eat. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the trip is not... <laughs> he, he has not fared well on the journey. It builds character. He has lots of character in that case. <laughs> so breakfast is quite tasty. Uh, again, no one really seems to engage with you guys. They kind of give um, everyone well, more space. I'm with Jador, so what is he and Lone Hunter talking about? Well, you're not sure. You don't know giant. But occasionally you would hear a word that you understood. Snow, pass, leave, food. Okay. 
So they're, like, engaged in planning activities. So at some point, I guess I would probably, like, lean down to Jodor and be like, Hey, buddy, what, what are we planning on getting out of here? Not to say that I'm, you know, like, ungrateful for your hospitality here with your tribe, but if people are going to get attacked, we should probably get to them sooner rather than later. Jodor kind of looks down at you and he goes, No. What do you mean? Not go. So, Snow. Uh, so we came up here for nothing? Lone Hunter says... In the night, um, the pass to ten towns uh, was snowed in. It'll be safe to travel in a few days' time. Oh! <laughs> Grown <laughs> on the other side of the earth. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, uh, cool. Get to hang out a little bit. And you see Jador look at you and go, Eat! Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm small, buddy. I don't, have to, I don't have to take in as much as you. Yeah, well, it's a tasty stew filled with lots of, you know, yeah, melody. I'm, I'm eating it, and I, I envision Aspen to be more of an all-day nibbler, uh, like a grazer. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Menager, really? <laughs> all right. Uh, so I am not going to make you guys sit through several days of this. Oh, Yay. my God. But I do want to know, what is it that you have done over the past several days? So if I am forced to basically sit and do nothing, then I take this opportunity to try to decipher any part of my little black book. Excellent. I will also uh, inform you that Malthus is just painfully bored. (laughs) I I, I tell him... Go mess with Valum. It's the only thing keeping me sane. (laughs) But don't. Please do not bleed him of his sanity. I need him to carry things. (laughs) Okay. What about you, Kalik? What have you done these past several days? Well, the next day in the morning, assuming we had soup again. Morning uh, is stew, usually with a melody of meats and root vegetables. And then the evening is usually... Some sort of uh, roasted meat. Another day, another <laughs> stew. So the, the following day during breakfast, I'm sitting there nice and calm and just, just eating. And my hair is just kind of gradually flowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then suddenly these large spikes of hair shoot up and start like shooting over my head. And, and then you just hear... <laughs> Anyone watching would just see me still sitting there with a spoon in hand, and the bowl of of stew is now (laughs) spilled over on the other side about 20 feet away. (laughs) You just throw the stew. You're just like, I've had enough. In like an instant, I threw the stew and went right back to where I was. I look over to the bowl, and I look back, and, like, I'm, I, I'm still blue, but the hair is just going crazy. And then when I notice everyone's looking at me, the hair starts to calm down and go back to this kind of flowing, gentle... I say, excuse me, and I leave. Okay. <laughs> and I walk, I walk off to the edge of the village, uh-huh. and I take off my robe, uh-huh. so I just have my, like... Trousers, loin cloth, yeah. trousers, whatever. And I just I get on my knees and I sit and I I begin not praying, just reciting mantras, uh, yeah, Meditating. mantras and Meditating. things for Valcor. All right, and uh, I try to try to calm down, calm yourself, center yourself. <laughs> Aspen, what 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 have you been up to these past several days? I feel like Aspen is mostly just sticking by Jador. 
Um, because he seems to be talking to all the, what I would perceive to be important people. And I'm trying to pick up on as much giant as I possibly can. Okay. Um, because being somebody who, you know, works with the Fey Courts, I've learned a couple of different languages. The language that you feel like it's closest to is Dwarven. Right. In terms and of structure. But it feels more descriptive. The grammar of it seems to create sentences that seem to be rather complex. So it's kind of like Gnomish in that way, because Gnomish has a lot of like descriptive nuance. But you also notice that... Um, and it's also based on the Dwarven script. The Goliaths use a lot of sign language. Yeah, that was interesting to me. Have I picked up on any of that at all? Is that even something that... Yeah, you've learned a few it? signs. Um, you've learned a sign for no, you've learned a sign for yes... Uh, you've learned a sign for thank you. You've learned a sign for I want. You've also learned some signs that are uh, rather R-rated. Oh, good. I've learned how to curse. Yeah. They're always the first words you learn. <laughs> so that sounds like uh, several days well spent. Nice. After several days, finally, Lone Hunter comes to you uh, in the morning. The pass has cleared. Today you can go. Jador can lead you down to ten towns. Won't he take me down? Take me down <laughs> to ten towns. Do 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 do. Yes, he will take you down to ten towns. <laughs> well, I feel like for the last several days he's been talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you notice that uh, Jador is standing behind uh, Lone Hunter. He has several satchels in his hand, and he sets them down in the yurt. He says, for our goal. Mm. What's in it? Uh, you look inside, and you see that he has collected a, a variety of things. Uh, some vegetables. You see some cured meat. You see uh, a wineskin. Some extra fur. Yeah, I was wondering if I was going to get extra furs. I was a little cold last time. Well, little, he could tell that you guys nibbly. hadn't quite got enough fur the first time, so some more has been provided. And then, of course, you know, in your case and in Calix's case, whatever equipment you have. In Aerobard's case, these uh, two bags, one for you and one for uh, Valum, are, oh, that's it. Well, except for the rope that you had used. Because you cut him from the rope. Mm-hmm. So, you saw the rope. <laughs> it's just shorter. It's a little shorter. shorter. Okay. Jador says, we leave soon. Lone Hunter uh, looks at all of you and says, stay close to Jador. He knows the safest way down. Be very careful. There are worse things in the mountains than giants. Go safely. On the way here, we were hit with the mountain. <laughs> repeatedly. That's true. I thought you were hitting the mountain repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was hitting me. <laughs> yeah. But I have sort of a Eobard-centric view of the... <laughs> it's true. It's true. Okay. So it sounds like he's given you about an hour to get stuff kind of put together. Okay. I thank him. Okay. For his hospitality and everything. All right. And then I ask Valum if he has a pocket knife on. Uh, no, I do not, my lord. I'm going to go on a stabbing spree. Does anyone have a knife? Elbar doesn't let him have weapons anymore. <laughs> Makes sense. He's got child scissors. Yeah. <laughs> I've got daggers. Child scissors and cork on his fork. Uh, yeah, you can have one. <laughs> Why is there a cork on the fork? <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't stab himself. Not mother? <laughs> <laughs> Not mother. 
Uh, so I take the dagger. Three that, rotten scoundrels for anybody who's following along. <laughs> I take the dagger that Aspen uh, lent to me for a moment, and I take the fur that we just got, and I kind of cut it. And I make more of like this sash thing. Okay. Rather than a coat. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's just kind of like it just covers like the top part of my shoulder and then comes down across my chest and then just kind of like turns into a regular shirt slightly to my pants. So half of my body is exposed. Got it. In terms of the skin. All right. It's very fashion forward up yeah. here. Asymmetrics are very now. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm trying. Everyone knows that your nipples should be at a different temperature when traveling up the mountain. Um, or down. Totally. <laughs> well, you'll see them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> In this cold. Yeah. <laughs> see you coming? <laughs> Um, I didn't have a knife. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you guys uh, get your stuff all loaded up. Elbard, I assume you give Valm both. Oh, yeah. I, I sat and I stare at them. Yeah. <laughs> then I stare at him. Yeah, no, he <laughs> he puts one on his back and he uh, puts one on his front. I say, good work, Sir Valm. <laughs> he hasn't quite figured out exactly how to carry the great sword. I believe in you, Sir Valm. But he's making do. For now, he has it lashed tightly to one of the backpacks. we got to find a way to make some money. I'm getting a little threadbare here. Yes, you collect your stuff, and Jador bids farewell to members of his clan, and he begins tromping off across the glacier in a different direction from the one in which you approached. I lean over, and I'm like, because I assume I'm on his shoulder. You're on his shoulder, yeah. I lean over, and I'm like, hey, buddy, how long do you think it's going to take for us to, to get to Brinshander? Mm. Couple days? Mm. It will take it will take a it will a long time. So like a week? Mm. Yes. Okay, a week. Well I kinda <laughs> kinda lean back and I'm like, we're in it for a week, guys. I look in the pouch. Yeah. I just basically think, how much food is this accountable if you go kind of tight? Yeah, you don't know that it would take, you don't know that there's a week worth of food there. I mean, thankfully, your compatriots happen mm. to have all of their supplies, including their rations. Yeah. And you do know Jador to be a very competent hunter. I like it, Val. Just on that stuff alone, that's thin pickings for, uh, after two days, it's... Blue. Maybe these are all just the fixings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I look over to Valum and I, I kind of squeeze his arm a little bit. I go, maybe a week. <laughs> and then I and then I walk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, the march across the, the glacier is a long one. You literally cut across it to get to the village from where you came up. Now you are walking the length of it. And like I said, uh, the air up here is thin, and it makes things slow going. So everything up here for you guys is difficult terrain. Not for me. Not for you. And because of the cold, I'm going to be calling on you guys to uh, make constitution saves as the trek continues. So it takes most of the day to hike the length of the glacier. And towards the end of the day, you see a small mound of snow. And you see something glinting in it. Catches your eye. Oh, shiny. How so far you away see, is it? You hear Aspen go, oh, shiny, and he points at something. I squint and look forward. It's uh, about five feet from where you guys are hiking. Okay, so right in, right next to us. 
You see the edge, uh, uh, what looks like the edge of an axe. I use prestidigitation. Okay. It's kind of like a feather duster, and I go, with my hands sweeping left and right. You see the face of Steady Hand. Oh, no. He didn't make it very far at all. (laughs) Our food situation is... (laughs) The axe is in his face, or he's just, like, fell over cold and is holding the axe? Well, if you sweep off the entire body, it looks as though he just succumbed to exposure. Okay. You know, my guess is this is what happens to a lot of these guys. You get down into this glacier, who knows how many battle axes you're going to find. Yeah, there's probably, if we keep sweeping, I'm guessing this is about how far they make it. Ah, who am I to judge? And then I I turn to Jador. You you notice that Jador didn't even look. He he probably didn't want her. That was his buddy. He just kept walking. Man. They're as cold as ice. (laughs) (laughs) They're willing to sacrifice. Wow, really fits. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I need everyone to give me a constitution saving throw, please Lest we succumb to exhaustion I got a 5 19 Wow Wow. 16 Okay, yeah, uh, so in typical Aspen fashion It's like Jador's carrying a chihuahua You know how they sit there and they just shiver? Yeah, essentially (laughs) That's too accurate. You succumb to a, uh, your first level of exhaustion, which gives you disadvantage on ability checks. Okay. I've learned something on this quest. Yeah? I hate the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Jador continues for a couple more hours. We should have fashioned some snowshoes. It's slow going. It's tough. Jador doesn't seem affected, but finally he stops, and he looks, and he says, Come. He begins shoveling out snow. I kind of point my little prestidigitation trick I learned and okay. just sweet, 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 sweet. Um, and you see, it looks like he's kind of shoveling out a, a little cave in the snowdrift. It's a burrow. Makes sense. That's what I need. When he, he gets it to a size that he thinks is comfortable for everybody, he puts you down and he puts down the pack and he sits down next to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't go off to hunt or you don't see him starting a fire or anything. Oh, buddy, are we going to have a fire? No. Oh, man. Fire bring dragon. Oh. I bet I... (coughs) (coughs) What? Dragon come to fire. Mm, No fire. Yeah, he just kind of hunkers down, and uh, he seems quite content with it. He pulls out uh, a potato. I'm munching on carrots. Since my imp's kind of a fire creature... Yeah. I just like point in my armpit. <laughs> get in there. Yeah, yeah. You slap can. him around a little bit. Does it make him head? There you go. That's stoking him up. Yeah. Oh, that's Ooh. good. Ooh. That's toasty. It's warm. Is it just raw vegetables? What we got? Yeah, that's what you're eating. It's <laughs> tough to swallow. I sit there and I break my carrot up. Okay. Then I put it all in my like a mug. Okay. I scoop some snow in there. Okay. Then I hold my hands on the side. Uh-huh. And I get the most I can out of prestidigitation as I sit there and force the water into a slight boil. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think you can do that. Just, just Except you know, warm food. Yeah, yeah. You kind of get it. You start warming the food up a little bit. So I notice him warming up uh, yeah. the food in there. And uh, I and when, he, when I see him looking at me, I turn my side. <laughs> kind of hide it from everyone else. Steam coming up behind, I see behind steam. my head. <laughs> and then I go... And then the entire cup is frozen. <laughs> What'd you do? I could shape water. So I shape water, so you froze it. <laughs> so I give him a sideways glance and I lick the top. 
Yes, you have a carrot and potato dirt flavored popsicle. <laughs> my smirk. So I, um. I look at him <laughs> and I whisper you something. I pull my leather. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, we will totally. Absolutely. <laughs> then I, and then I smack the thing again. We have not met this friend yet. Mm-hmm. So seeing him do this, it looks like I would like to roll insight to see if <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah, make an insight check, because right now it just looks like he's oh, uh, banging. Failed. You got lucky. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> right now it just looks like he's, he's, he's beating himself. <laughs> he's banging on some kind of okay. growth. Um, you gonna make a perception check to see if you can see him banging on this growth in his torso? <laughs> Do I need to? Do should I be making an incident check too? An investigation check? It depends on what you want to do. When perception is to see if you notice him doing it. Investigation is to see if you can figure out why. I think he's I've definitely doing it. noticed it. So investigation is to figure out what exactly is going on. Okay, so probably investigation. Insight is to figure out if you know why what is going on is going on. So would you have to do two rolls? Would you have to notice it and then investigate and then and then d- interpret it? I rolled a nat twenty on whatever you want it to be. <laughs> How about <laughs> nat twenty on investigation? Okay, because you notice the padding. That feels more like Aspen. Well, given your experience in the Fay Court. You happen to be quite familiar with spirits of a variety of shapes and sizes. And it would seem that Aobard has somehow collected himself a little pet spirit of some sort. But he's a human. Mm-hmm. But he does use magic, and I don't know where that magic comes from. Aspen's clicking things together in his head. Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm being, like, going off in the well, woods and commuting, but I'm, it's, like, none of your business. It's a none spirit. <laughs> none your business. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you're a privileged white guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're going to automatically assume yeah. that... Get off my lawn. This is all my lawn now. <laughs> None of this is anyone's business until you want to make it. Yeah. You know, you've been raised in a privileged way where everybody else's business is your business, mm-hmm. but no, your business is no one's. I look kind of warm. Every every ten minutes, I look kind of warm for a while. Yeah. But you see, uh, Jaw Door finishes uh, through a few potatoes, curls up a little bit, lays down on his side. In about five minutes, he's snoring. I am curled up with Jador. <laughs> I am in Jador's armpit like a stuffed animal. I lay down with Malthus in the front, and I look at Val, and I'm like, I point at my back. <laughs> We're making a privileged sandwich. I'm the meat. <laughs> yeah, keep me warm. Uh, Val uh, obliges, of course. Are you going to freeze? Am is I that is that a thing that you have to be concerned about? And I whisper, you turn yeah, into shape yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. For this, I'm probably just going to sit. This this is all just, you know, discipline. Are you just going to monk away the cold? I'm going to monk away the cold. Monk. <laughs> Don't look over and just see him like sitting like this in slight steam. <laughs> are, are you sitting like in a monk pose? Mm-hmm. And yeah, pose? like like kneeled down and just arms crossed and, and head bowed. Okay. What's okay. the hair doing? <laughs> is, the, is the hair chilling? The hair is frozen. just casually water falling down off of a Because you're, you're regulating rock. your breathing. And, yeah. yeah, I'm in a calm point, so my so, hair is very calm. So you're miserable, but you've just turned off. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're just not acknowledging Misery that. is good. Yeah. Mind, mind over matter, man. <laughs> yeah. Suffering is all in the mind. Yep. We all suffer. All right. It is a cold night. And it feels so much longer than other nights. As much as you try, it's just uncomfortable and cold. It's really tough to, to, to get warm of any kind. 
What makes it even more annoying is that as the sun comes up, Jador wakes up and he seems to be in good spirits and quite unaffected. <laughs> I had a dream last night that we were burned alive by the dragon. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Jador uh, wakes up and stands up and stretches. And he turns around and he looks at all three of you. And he kind of looks at this this uh, sort of privileged sandwich that yeah. Bart's made of himself. <laughs> yeah. And uh, seeing as while how he's stretching, you see just Aspen just kind of like scuttle around. <laughs> <like> <laughs> Aspen just kind of hanging from his shoulder, <laughs> kind of looking at you guys. Um, remove your level of exhaustion. Get to oh. start anew. Everyone is long. Uh, you're you're well rested. I'm gonna leave it there because I'm probably gonna get it again, but <laughs> I will ignore it for now. Yeah, so it's miserable, and you know Jador's attitude just makes it feel more so. <laughs> but he immediately looks down at all of you, and after giving you a few strange looks, uh, says, We go. When's breakfast? Mmm. <laughs> he uh, throws you a carrot. Aha. Uh-huh. Great. He pats uh, Aspen on the head and just starts marching. Well, stop too, Valum. <laughs> Valum kind of jumps to life, and he kind of fumbles with everything and picks the carrot up off the snow <laughs> that Jagerdor kind of tossed in your direction and, and offers it to you. I just, no. just walk away. Okay. <laughs> you. I will slice you. Yeah, and I assume you guys fall in the line. Mm-hmm. Totally. So at, at this end of the glacier, you thought you were going down, but it turns out that it looks like you have to go up first. Because hmm. it looks like the glacier ends towards the peak of one of these mountains that you've been walking towards all day yesterday. But thankfully, it is a gradual climb up to the peak. It is exhausting, and it's difficult, and I need you to make a constitution save. Um, but you guys do finally make it to the peak. Fourteen. Six. Twenty. Ooh. Twenty. Wow, all right. So <laughs> You have one level of exhaustion, Espen. Yep. Probably that's... because you're you're just sitting there, and you're not moving. You're not <laughs> yeah, pumping. <blood blowing. laughs> it's the um, downside of having I mean, <laughs> these, uh, you know, Calic and, and Aobard are breathing shallow, they're freezing, but at the same time, they're trying to keep up with this guy who's this terrain is not difficult for. So they're sweating and working. It's a lot hard. more, a lot more manual exertion than <laughs> right. And so the blood's pumping, the things flowing. You're just kind of sitting up there in the wind. You know? Well, I'm definitely kicking my legs, okay. and I'm probably singing. Okay, just to keep, just to keep, just to keep breathing. <laughs> Finally, after a few hours of this, you reach the peak. You reach the summit. The view is breathtaking. In every direction you look, you see yourself looking down on clouds. And it is a peculiar feeling, one that uh, none of you have ever experienced before, to see this side of the clouds. I feel like Aspen is probably especially disoriented Yeah. by that. Um, if I wasn't so miserable, I'm sure I would appreciate this. It is really cold. You're, you're finding it very difficult to breathe. And thankfully, Jador does not linger. He is immediately walking down the other side of the summit. And from up here, the direction you're headed, it looks simply to be white. A few breaks in the clouds you see as you begin to walk down the other side of the summit, all you see is snow and ice. And you think you see, way off on the distance, some sort of black dot. Is it all downhill? This looks like the majority of the time. We should have brought a sled. <laughs> but yes, you begin to climb down. And several hours into the climb, I need uh, a couple things from you. First, I need a constitution check. 
And now because the climb is getting really steep and you're having to begin doing some reverse bouldering, we're going to have to make some climbing rolls. But first constitution rolls. I got a 10. You got a 10. Okay, so you're safe. Uh, I think. That's 12. the first one I've 12. passed. Nice job. You did it. Yeah. 11. 11. All right. So you, you guys are obviously pretty worn, but no new levels of exhaustion. Now, I need everybody to give me a athletics check. Including me? No, you are on Jador. Yes. <clears throat> 24. Nice. 12. Okay. Your foot lands on some ice, and you slip, and you fall. Mm. But you only take one dice six damage. Three points of damage. You kind of skin on my ankle. Yeah, roll your ankle <laughs> a little bit. Ah, I'm sore. <laughs> Thalum literally falls on top of you as he trips as well. And you guys continue to do this sort of backwards climbing, sort of reverse bouldering, until finally you see Jador stop at a cliff edge, and he just swings over the edge and just starts climbing down this ice cliff. Do you wish to tie off to each other? I'm good. Elbard's like, oh, whatever. I uh, no problem. Yeah, you're not going to tie off to anything? Nope. All right. Okay, those of you who are climbing, I need you to make a strength athletics check, please. Uh, 17. Nice. Elbard, what are you doing? I'm just climbing. Okay. Uh, 19. Very good. Shall we uh, roll Valum? Is Valum above you or below you? Above me. Above you? Yeah. And I've got a readied action. Okay, what's the readied action? To cast a spell should I lose my footing. Okay, are you going to cast fly? Yes, if I need to. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Let's let's see how Valum does here. Because, you know. Oh, good job, Valum. So, uh, a little uneasy with it. But he's doing something rather peculiar, and that is he's taking the cross guard of the great axe, and he's dug it into the ice, and he's just jumping on it like this, pulling it down the ice to kind of slowly bring him. Well, look at that. Bring him down. Occasionally, the blade gets caught in the ice and kind of brings him to a jerky halt. <laughs> uh, you get down to the bottom of that, and I need everyone to make a Constitution save, please. Uh, Twenty-three. Eight. Eighteen. Okay, Aspen, you reach a uh, second level of exhaustion. Yep. The climb down uh, continues to be difficult, but you're noticing that every few hundred feet it's getting slightly easier to breathe. Finally, you get to the bottom of a cliff, and Jawdor says, Eat! And he sits down and pulls out some more potatoes, starts munching on them. You still haven't reached the timber line, but you are at, at cloud level, so you re- you really can't see very far because you're literally sitting in and amongst clouds. And as you're sitting there and you're eating, you hear something that instantly triggers your fight-or-flight mechanism, and it becomes very difficult not to do one or the other because it is a very loud, roaring screech as you hear the flap of wings unseen pass by you. I tell Malthus to get up in the air and stay out of sight. But tell me anything he sees that I need to know about. Okay. He can turn invisible at will. He can turn invisible at will. Mm-hmm. He can indeed. It's true. Uh, so he uh, kind of starts to fly up. Jawdor uh, looks around at all of you and says, Dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real scary, buddy. The screech from the dragon seems to motivate Jawdor to call an early end to lunch. 
Oh, I have to leave my sad carrot behind. <laughs> you can bring it with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while you walk. And uh, he begins the climb down some more. After a few more hours of more climbing, thankfully now you've stumbled onto what looks like an, an ancient staircase. The steps seem to be even a little big for Jador. He's having to maneuver them as well. I put my arms behind my back okay. and slowly lift off my toes All right. and begin to levitate up the stairs. Down but the stairs. keep but, or down the stairs, but keeping pace with everyone else, just sort of in okay. any casual but hands behind the back. Just uh, I couldn't be bothered to walk more. And I I've just lost all interest in <laughs> in walking in walking <laughs> at this point. Okay, uh, in that case, Calic, I need you to make a uh, strength athletics check, please. Uh, nineteen. Nicely done. Yeah, they're awkward. They're old, crumbly, and odd in size. You figure that whoever they were cut for must stand 20 feet tall or more. Oh, wow. The stairs seem to go on for quite a while, switching back, winding back and forth down the side of the mountain until finally, once again, you can breathe a bit easier. It's another few hours before Jador finally calls a halt to the march, right as you guys enter the timber line. And he turns and he looks at all of you and he says, Come. And he puts you down, and he puts down his rucksack, and uh, he marches off into the forest. So I guess we get a fire this time? Mm, I don't know. I mean, it'd be cool, but that dragon, yeah. remember that thing? I didn't, I didn't, I had sort of a nightmare of, of the sound, but I didn't <laughs> yeah. see anything. Let's try not to. And my little guy didn't see anything, I'm guessing. Nope. Never saw something. Are we below the tree line yet? You just entered the timber line. Yeah. Okay. So I tell Valen, that's like... Go gather wood, just in case. Okay. Valen begins gathering wood. <laughs> About an hour and a half later, Jador returns. And he kind of shakes his head a little bit. Mm. And he looks rather disappointed. Uh, and you're not sure why, because from your perspective, things are looking very good. Because he has a mountain goat draped over his shoulders. But he seems to be a bit disappointed. And he puts it down and he goes, Runt. Oh. <laughs> uh, but it looks like more than enough food to feed you quite nicely for at least several days. <laughs> I go, uh, it's okay. Next time, buddy. <laughs> With precision, I can actually spice up a stew. I can <laughs> cast Mrs. Dash. <laughs> You're Dom DeLuise, buddy. <laughs> Dom DeLuise, nice. Nice. In, in short uh, order... Poison spray. Does that count? Yeah. <laughs> you notice... this taste. <laughs> you notice that uh, Jador has built a, a small fire well within the trees. He looks at all of you and he says, Stay close. <laughs> to the fire. No problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the first real heat mm-hmm. that you've had in two days since leaving the village. And it just feels wonderful. It's not the biggest fire. It's not the most impressive by any stretch of the imagination. A lot of the wood that Valen found was still a little wet. Mm-hmm. So it's smoking quite a bit, but it is warm. Jador field dresses the mountain goat. He's rolled over a stone and he has all of the meat laying on the stone. And in no time at all, dinner is ready. And shortly after finishing dinner, you hear a howl on the wind. Oh! I am next to Jador, and so I lean over and I say, mm. 
Is, is that something that we should be worried about? Mmm. Wolf. Mmm. Dessert. You, you could kill a wolf, though. Like, you, you could totally kill a wolf, right? Mmm. One. Yes. Five. Mmm. Yes. <laughs> Ten. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Well, that that yeah, I can't imagine that you know there's gonna be that many wolves, and I'm sure I'm sure Calic can take out a couple of them. So I feel pretty good about this. He goes, mm, "Wolf, not afraid." Ice Jotun. There are ice giants up here. Mm, if wolf, ice Jotun. Oh, darn it. How many of those can you kill? Mm. Two. He knows the man who knows his limits. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they don't call me Giant Slayer for nothing. <laughs> How many of them usually travel together, though? Mm. Don't know. You hear the howl again. Ooh. Do we need to be moving? Rather be moving than dead. <laughs> he pats you on the head. Okay, squirrel. Okay. <laughs> uh, the howling happens every so often, and you find it a bit Just about every time you're about to fall asleep, it happens again. Yeah, yeah. But Jador has been kind of dozing in front of the fire, relaxing. <laughs> Nonplussed, apparently. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you see him perk to life, and he starts sniffing the air. And he kind of cocks his head a little bit. And he real quietly says, Trouble. Oh, not again. And so John Dor looks at you, and it looks as though he's sizing you all up. Hide. I, yeah. The second he says hide, yeah. I lift my arms, uh-huh. and we are now a 20-foot snowbank. Okay. That is cold to the touch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a major illusion, right? Yes. Okay. 20-foot radius. Nice. We are the edge of a mountain. Can you see through your own illusion? Or do you just looking at snow? You know, I don't know. I guess we're just looking at snow. I don't think I can see through it. I, yeah. You would know if, that if it's if an illusion. You know it's, you know it's an illusion, but you still Once, see it. When you know, when you pass your check, mm-hmm. you see now the illusion is like a shimmery right, thing. Yeah. So if I just say, this is my illusion, do you guys all kind of just and then see, kind of see that it's yeah, now like... Yeah, I think you guys know that... You're looking through muslin cloth now? Yeah, you know that there, that he has made an illusion of a snow mound. Okay. Um, uh, I say, just so you know, I hate snow. <laughs> but you also can't really see anything. Okay. Like hazy at is best. Is it possible... At best. ...for mm-hmm. me to perform some sort of hide check... To also try and yeah, like, you can totally make a hide check. I'm making a hide check. <laughs> hoping not too smart ish. Twenty one. I'm hoping not looking for anyone. Uh, frost giants have um, about a nine intelligence. It's not. I mean, is our fires pretty still average? Is it out? Uh, Jador has stomped it out. Okay. Yeah. You see him standing in front of this mound. This 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 uh, well, illusion could. is even olfactory. Oh wow! All so right. it smells, smells like of something. glaciery nothing, <laughs> which you just happen to be a part of. So you know for a fact what it smells like. It's like that smell. <laughs> I'm so sick of. If you could see, you would see that Jador is standing in front of the ice mound, with his maul drawn. Okay. Did he tell me to hide or just? He no? looked at all of you. And okay. Said, hide. 
I brought the illusion down. I wouldn't want to let him down. Mm-hmm. Like we're. Word, <laughs> uh, Malthus. He's my eyes. That's right. I can now. Th- I can now use an action just to look through his eyes. You look through his eyes, and he's kind of perched up in the tree, and he looks. I see now, Jador. Uh, you see Jador over here, and you see. I whisper as best I can. Mm. Jador is standing. His maul is drawn. And Jador is down here. Mm-hmm. And Malthus turns, and there is horn helmet. And hair at the level that he is sitting. Walking. He knows to be still. Yeah, and he's just kind of frozen. <laughs> you can see this gnarled. I'm guessing he's just invisible. Face, yeah, go walking by him. And based upon where Jador was, you guys hear me go. Jador is standing. His mall is. Tr- <laughs> it is frightening, but he. You also see through his eyes, walking next to him, a large, white wolf. And you see through his eyes that the wolf is moving its head back and forth. Malpheus turns and looks back towards Jador. And you can barely see Jador kind of just the top of his head over the shoulder of this massive giant. All of you hear the giant speak. So is, is Jador about like a halfling to a human in ratio to this giant, to this thing? Yeah, so uh, in terms of size... Dwarf to human? Gnome to human? Jawdor would would be about a gnome to human for the Frost Giant. And it's unsettling to see. Mm -hmm. It's really unsettling to see. But the giant says something. It's a language that sounds similar to what you heard at the Goliath camp, but not quite. Accents off? Yeah. And you assume since it's a giant speaking... That that probably is closer to how it's supposed to sound. Mm. <laughs> it's like hearing French French versus French going French. up to Quebec, <laughs> right? It's yeah, that kind of a thing. The giant's voice is a deep, booming, resonant voice. As he's speaking, his voice is so deep and resonant that it's vibrating in your chest cavities. You can feel the voice vibrating, and he says something in giant, and Jador replies. And giant as well. You see through Malthus's eyes that the wolf is circling around the mound and Jador. Looking in the air, sniffing, occasionally looking at Jador. You notice that then the wolf stops and kind of looks down at the ground, kind of starts looking around at the ground. And the giant says something, and Jador again replies. To Jador's reply, you see that the wolf looks at Jador and kind of cocks its head a little and kind of narrows its eyes. Is this some crazy smart wolf? Probably. It's probably some sort of like familiar type deal. Mm. You notice that the wolf begins making its way with its nose to the ground up the trail that you guys took into the timber. Oh, backwards? Or back from where we like came? Like following you up the, mm-hmm. from where you came. And stops only after about 100 feet and turns and seems to be communicating with the giant the giant looks at the wolf and then looks back to Jador and says something in giant. And Jador replies. And you see through Malthus' eyes that at this reply that Jador gives, you see he tightens his grip on his maul. And he kind of shifts it so that the giant sees it. And you can see that the giant is paying really close attention to the maul. That's where we end tonight.
thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you would like to learn more about us, you can visit our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Heroes Not Included is available on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Podbean. Please rate, review, like, and share us. We'd love to hear from you. Your continued support is critical to our success. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider becoming a patron. As a patron, not only will you be helping keep the lights on, you will gain access to patron-only content, including a special patron-only Star Wars podcast. Visit the Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next week, be the hero. Thank you.